Well, hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 112. The journey begins with the first step. Of course, we're on Patreon. If you'd like to support Trust the Trail podcast, please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash trust the trail. We would love for you to be part of our Patreon community. On this episode, we share and give you an update on what it's like to be on the trail instead of just talking about it. On episode 75, we first met Carrie, who was inspired to hike the Appalachian Trail. And then on episode 86, we talked with Carrie and her prep. Like, how did she prep? She took the backpacking boot camp. What did she get out of that? And what she learned backpacking for the very, very first time. On this episode, we talk with Carrie as she completes her first 100 miles of the Appalachian Trail. What has she learned? What is the trail teaching her? What's her experience like on the Appalachian Trail? And of course, for people that belong to our Facebook podcast community, Trust the Trail podcast community on Facebook, you guys have seen photographs, you know she's on the trail, um, and you know how well she's doing. She actually is doing a flip-flop, so she started in Harper's Ferry going north, and then she's going to flip-flop and then hike down back to Georgia. Um, and the one thing we wanted to uh, kind of share on this podcast was that the one one of the things that we see often is like we talk about it, talk about it, talk, 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 talk. We dream about it. We dream about it. But sometimes the hardest step to take is really making that decision to go for it. When everything is all said and done, we kind of put the fear away and we say, you know what? I'm going to do it. And for Carrie, that decision was a big decision. She had to leave her job. She just got married and, you know, to go out and hike the Appalachian Trail for anyone isn't always just, well, I'm going to get off the couch and, and go do it. So here's an update on Carrie and how she's doing, what she's thought, and I we really hope you, we really hope you like it. She's very inspiring. Welcome, Carrie. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you two doing? So where are you on the Appalachian Trail right now conversing with us? Um, I am somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um, I'm being pretty private about particular locations. Uh, as I'm sure most people are aware, there's some uh, funky stuff going on the trail right now. Yep. But I am currently at one of my favorite shelters called the Comfort Inn. Um, <laughs> We got, I, I know that I know that shelter very well. <laughs> yes, yes. Continental breakfast is the lore. Um, I got off the trail yesterday evening, and actually, this is my first zero that I've taken. I've been very fortunate; I've been hitting Nero's, where I could come in, get a hotel, resupply, and be out the next day. Um, <clears throat> but I'm a big old wuss and not a nobo, and it dropped to the 40s. And with the rain, I was not interested in that. Um, I know those northbounders talk about when it got to be like 12 degrees. Um, <laughs> I flip flop for a reason, and it was to avoid the weather conditions where I could. 
Um, so the weather moved in last night and I took a full zero today because it has not stopped raining today. Um, so first, that's my story. Yeah. First zero in 200 miles. That's awesome. 200 <laughs> miles. Yes. <laughs> how's it, how is your body? Uh, how's your body holding up? I am doing phenomenally well and hand to God, you telling me to soak my feet in the creek has been the best advice I've ever received. Really? Um, I Yes. Isn't it, isn't it just unbelievably blissful in that moment? Um, I don't know. Blissful is the word unbelievably um, shocking to the system because it still hasn't been super warm out and it's like straight out of the mountains. Um, but I soak for about anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes. Um, I lose all feeling and just like grunt it through. So that's been good. But with that being said, it's a good pain. Um, (laughs) I have not, I don't even want to say this. I've not developed a single blister. Um, I have been taking very good care of my feet heading into this. Um, I'm doing the Injinji sock liners with the darn tough socks and the shoes that I've been hiking in. Um, I of course have been doing that about six months prior to hitting the trail. So I was very familiar with the toe socks, uh, very familiar with my sneakers. Um, I am using a trail running shoe and I was familiar with that shoe a good year ago. Um, so nothing's really new to me and my feet. So that's been great, but the soaking has been amazing. And it's just crazy the amount of people who haven't taken that into consideration as well. Um, I definitely always soak my feet, but I have, sometimes I get up into my knee and soak my shins. Um, cause that's the only pain I've been getting here and there is, um, a shin splint yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, soaking the feet, keeping toenail clippers with me. I'm happy to announce I still have all 10 toenails. Congrats. Um, <laughs> not the blue nail polish that started out with me on the trail, but all 10 toenails nonetheless. <laughs> well, um, and it, then it sounds pretty normal so far. Congratulations. I thanks mean, so much. Yeah, the, the shin splints, the, uh, I mean, it just all sounds so normal. And you're doing such a phenomenal job. So, I guess, like, I mean, you're out there. What's been, what's been the feeling um, when you're kind of like on that moment when you realize that you're not talking about it anymore, you're not planning it anymore, you're actually doing it? What's that, like, what's that feeling about? Out here hiking, I'm absolutely 100% okay with it. It was that initial buildup to actually getting to the trail um it was a slow band-aid rip you know leave the job leave the house leave the dog leave the husband uh and then get dropped off in the woods so that's you know we kind of joke around with that a little bit my husband was like oh um you know nice day might just drop my wife off in the woods and that's what he (laughs) did uh so that's nothing like rolling up to a parking lot and you know jumping out um but the actual hiking part I'm still kind of in the honeymoon phase of the hike. I think Um, I met amazing people right off the bat. Like I got out of the car and met amazing people. It seemed I hiked about five and a half miles my first day to my campsite and met a gentleman there who I'm still at this hotel with, you know, he's, he's in his other room, but he's still in my little trammily from day one. So that was nice. Um, And you know, I do talk to people here and there and they say, well, you know, tell me about it. I said, well, I, I wake up in the woods, I go to bed in the woods and I poop in the woods. There's not a whole lot to like, there's 
yeah. you know, it is hiking, it right. but right. it's just one foot in front of the other. You know, it's not exciting when I'm like, yeah, I'm rehydrating, you know, this tonight. And I've eaten this amount of peanut butter yesterday and I'm buying way too many Slim Jims. Um, but all in all, it, it, it's going really well. I'm confident in my gear. I'm confident in my abilities. Um, still on the low and slow. I told myself the first four weeks and I'm rolling into week uh, three-ish. Um, nothing over 15 miles. So, you know, once in a while you got to push it just to get a little bit further, but just staying low and slow is not to get any injuries. Yeah. And your body is still getting used to what you're doing each and every day. And each day that goes on, it's going to get, you know, it's going to get more and more and more in tune to what, to what you're doing. I think that's so funny. We just the last week we did the five questions that you mostly get asked on the trail, but, but you summarized it real well, eat, sleep, and poop. That's it. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next. <laughs> uh, so that's very cool. Um, so, um, what, I guess like what's been, have you had like a, like a aha moment or shocking moment, or I wish I would have moment or, um, you know, uh, to, you know, compared to when, you know, you first had this crazy idea of, you know, being out in the, <laughs> eat, sleeping and pooping for six months. What's it, what's been the reality like now that you're, you know, you've got 200 miles under your, under your belt? Um, the first week there were definitely some like, oh my God moments, like this is happening. Um, like I said, I got dropped off at a parking lot and hiked, oh, I don't know, two miles and there was a bench on the trail. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sit at this bench. And then I had a good cry. Um, because I was like, all right, everything I know and love has left me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it was like a good cry. It wasn't like, it was like sad and happy and realization all at the same time. But it's just so weird that there was a bench two miles into my hike. Like, who put this bench here? Oh, it's for me to sit on and look at the crick. Um, it's so it's that for all the other people bawling their eyes out doing similar things. <laughs> it's yeah, a cry yeah. bench. They've dedicated exactly. It was very moist. <laughs> um, and then you know, it's just some of those moments when you are by yourself and you're just kind of like looking out at like not even the vastness of like mountain climbs because let's not kid ourselves. Every time I get to the top of a mountain, it's foggy and I can't see anything. So I'm like, where's the view? It said there's going to be a view. Um, it's just more out in a field and that's where I can see things. Um, but no, just like, yeah, no, this is happening. Um, some realization moments as far as like getting used to gear and things. The only moment I had is I uh, got a new water system. Um, I got a knock bag, which I absolutely love. But I went to go fill it up and didn't realize that you couldn't hang on to the cap part because I put it under a water and it just went right down the river. Oh. Not, it wasn't a river. It was more of a stream. So I had to like, you know, go down and get it. But there were lots of colorful languages and it was the first time I went to go filter water. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I was very happy to learn like, okay, you can't hold it like that right yeah. off the bat. <laughs> I, I think those are the beautiful um, memories. That yeah, that's the great memories yeah, right there. Them. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but, you know, a lot of stuff, just resupplying in town. Um, I'm always carrying too much food. I am, again, only three weeks in. Um, I've always been a snacker more than a big meal consumer. So I'm constantly eating out throughout the day, um, but just not ravenous yet. So, the food is a love-hate relationship because you're like, oh, yes, I'm in town and I'm going to get all this food options. And then you put it in your pack and you're like, oh, my God, at least 10 pounds. Yeah. Uh, 
And, they they uh, say so never, never shop hungry, but that's almost impossible as a hiker. Well, when you're through hiking, you're, you're always hungry. It's that. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, we've hit, you know, some of the, the half gallon challenge. I did not participate, but like there you can get burgers. And we went to the Doyle, which is along the trail. We got burgers there. So many just little like trail towns we've already kind of crossed through. And it's like, well, there's pizza available on the trail. How could you not get it? So uh, lots of supplementing along with what I've packed in my pack. Yeah, food is, um, and I think you'll continue to find, food is always such a challenging aspect because once you get a rhythm with your, with your food intake and your food weight, it changes on you yet again. And so uh, that's an interesting element that you're, you've been struggling with now for about 200 miles, which is, I would say a lot of people go through that as well. Hello? For, yep. Yes, it's oh. for certain. That's, uh, but yeah, just uh, focusing on what to take in, lots of protein, eating lots of protein. Um, I know in our, future, in our previous conversations, um, I was getting ready for my wedding. So I was on like a no-carb diet and I've switched to the all-carb diet. So it's been, a, <laughs> been an interesting transition, let me tell you. <laughs> so what would you say has been almost surprisingly easy, something you didn't anticipate being as fluid for you? Honestly, it's kind of the whole shebang. Um, going into this, I would not call myself a backpacker. I was definitely a weekend warrior, car camper, you know, type situation. Um, not to boost your all's ego too much, but the backpacking boot camp is it was so nice to be able to go and when Scott and I went to the actual AT shelter, because I can roll into these shelters and I like know what to look for. Okay, am I going to have a bear pole or a bear cable? Am I, is it a piped water source or is it a creek? Where's the cooking station? If I didn't have that like moment with Scott to kind of like walk me through it, I wouldn't be as confident when I roll up to these shelters. Um, I am doing a lot of shelter living because I don't want a wet tent. Uh, it is the Northeast. Well, it's the Southeast, Northeast, the East Coast. Uh, it's wet all the time. Yeah. Beautiful, sunny night. You're going to have, you know, dew on the tent in the morning. So I have been shelter living it where I can and tenting when I need to. Well, but, uh, we, lots, of, we, we, lots we, of good confidence. We, <laughs> We do have a message uh, for you. Judy Gross from Lightheart Gear says hello. So yes. uh, I listened to that podcast uh, and I was two nights in my tent. I had listened to the podcast, put my tent the night, that night, and then the next following night when I hit 200 was in my tent again. And I do. I just love that dang tent I got from her. We were going to ask you, how well, is good. it holding up? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Not having 1200 guidelines is the best thing ever. I have mistakes. <laughs> I'm done. I'm dry. And everybody wow. keeps looking at my tent because I have this beautiful vestibule, um, it, you know, where I can put down the storm mode, but for the most part, I keep it up and people can like hang out and chat with me. Um, all these other tents, they're just, you're just kind of in them. So I have nothing but the best thing to say about that lighthouse gear tent I have purchased. So after 200 miles, um, you know, like you said, you're still kind of like on that honeymoon phase, you know, you're, you're still excited, but um, have, ha, have you kind of thought about, you know, it's just, you know, I get up in the morning, I pack, I hike, I get to the shelter, I unpack, set up, 
sleep next morning. I mean, it, you get, are you kind of feeling a routine yet? I, mean, I know it's only 200 miles, but yet, you know, to, after 200 miles, you start seeing what that day-to-day activity is kind of going to be like other than the unexpected, uh, you know, beautiful view that obviously you're not getting right now. <laughs> but what, are you getting a feeling of a routine on the trail? Oh, yeah. And it, so it's twofold with the routine. And that was actually one of my things that I think the very first time that the three of us talked, I was looking forward to a routine because I haven't had a routine in my life for the last few years with my job structure. Um, so I do kind of like like, okay, I get up, I have chores, I get on the trail, I set up camp, I have chores. I mean, right now, just waiting for y'all um, to talk. I was I'm doing camp chores in my hotel room. Um, why I say it's twofold is because I also, that's about my only fear I have on the trail. Cause right now it's like, cool, three weeks in, look at me go. I do wonder like three months, four months, five months, I'm still waking up in the woods, going back into the woods and pooping in the woods, <laughs> you know, right. like if the charm's going to wear off. And I've been vocal with the, the people who are close to me in my life that that's my only fear um, that I'm having with it all. Because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm kind of good at it. It seems like, you know, I'm not having soreness. I'm doing a lot of precautionary things that people, you know, I'm doing a lot of protein powders and glucosamines and chondroitins and I'm taking some greens. So I'm taking some extra precautions to make sure I can keep doing what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, just wondering if the mentalness of it all, um, when that will wear out. Yeah. And I think that's the, the, the toughest challenge of what you're trying to do. It, it is the mental. And so I, you know, if, if things are working for you, don't, don't change it. Don't fix it. You know, if, uh, if you're, if you've gotten into the sweet spot in your diet, if you've gotten in the sweet spot of how you feel physically, then that is great. Then you don't change it. It's all about the mental then. It's all about, you know, it does become a little bit of, I feel kind of like I'm going to work, but the, the beautiful thing is look how much more you have to see out there. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just, just waiting for you to get there. That's really all it is. It's just waiting for you to get there and say, hello, Carrie, how are you? I'm glad to see you. Yes. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, good, good to see you again. <laughs> yes. And it is amazing. I did. I mean, I'm sure I had a lot of the, you know, trust the trail moments, but uh, my big serendipitous moment was my 200 miles mark um, because I didn't even realize I had hit it. It was the first time that I decided to hike on from my little tramway. Um, I was feeling good. We got some trail magic that day. And I was like, you know what? There's another campsite. We were camping regardless. There's no shelter in the area. But I'm just going to hit five more miles. I said, I want to camp up here. I want to get closer to town, knowing the storm was rolling in. So I got to a campsite completely by myself. Had you know, the pick of the litter as far as flat spots. Uh, I did say I was somewhere in Pennsylvania. So there's a couple rocks. Um, up this way. Not sure if people are familiar. Um, so trying to find a spot without rocks is always a challenging thing. But so I, you know, pushed a little bit further, was there by myself, was just in my tent and was started doing some math. And I was to the dot 200 miles, not wow. a mile over, not a mile under to the actual mile from where I started to where I was uh, at 200. So I just kind of had this gleeful moment like, hey, I was for some reason I was meant to push a little bit further. Um, so enjoyed that and then hiked into town because I didn't want hypothermia. 
So, so I hear that you have um, officially received a trail name. I have. I have. Do you think it's going to uh, stick? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, it, it was bestowed on me. Well, this is my second trail name. <clears throat> I started out with one, and it became very confusing to try to present it. Um, my first week, I, I hiked with a bunch of section hikers that I befriend, befriended really well, and they got calling me Carl Hillary. Um, Carl, because my name is K-A-R-I, and when I registered for the Flip Flop Festival, they said, welcome, Carl, K-A-R-L, so I was just going with Carl, and then they were calling me Hillary because I kept on sleeping on hills because they were hammock people and I was a tent person and they kept on choosing really bad campsites is all I'm going to say. <laughs> so it was Carl Hillary. And when I would introduce myself at that, you know, with the name Carl, people would kind of look at me odd. Um, so after I left Harper's Ferry and the flip flop festival, I did have a misfortune with my bag and it decided to break an arm strap on me. Oh, um, wow. Kind of essential. And it's a cottage company. I called the person who made it. He was extremely apologetic and, you know, sent me a brand new bag, but it wasn't Amazon prime two days later. I had to get to a town. So I had to fix my bag. So I stitched it with some dental floss and a needle <laughs> and affectionately now I'm known as stitcher on the trail. Uh, which is funny because, yes, I did stitch the pack, but what I have also brought for me during my quote-unquote downtime, that I've yet to discover this, but apparently I brought stuff to do in my downtime, I did bring a cross-stitch pattern because it's lightweight. So <laughs> it worked out twofold. I stitched my bag, and I also am cross-stitching because, well, I'm 100. <laughs> I'm going to say that that one is definitely going to stick permanently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So stitcher it is. And somebody was calling me stitches, which was kind of comical because he, the gentleman asked, he's like, do you know how to stitch? And I said, well, I know how to suture. I'm like, it's got to be about the same. So, uh, <laughs> so when they were calling me stitches, it kind of worked both ways. So right now I've been signing into the logbook as stitcher. Well, I think anybody that can stitch anything with dental floss is very cool. Um, talk about multi-using your gear. You can, you know, fix your gear and then clean your teeth at the same time. So <laughs> I think it works really good that you've, that you've been able to do that with dental floss. I mean, that's yes. cool. You get so creative when a piece of gear breaks. I mean, it, it's so fast how you become MacGyver. It's so... And I couldn't believe how easy it was to thread the needle with dental floss. I was like, this is not going to fit through this eye. That thing just slid right through like butter. I was like, oh, well, there's a lot of you. You may able to start cross-stitching with dental floss. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kill two birds with one stone, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Gingivitis and uh, arm strap. Right. It, I mean, it definitely, definitely works. Why, why carry two forms of threading when you could carry one? Mm -hmm. well, and I didn't want to lose the colors to my cross stitch pattern. I mean, <laughs> it would look so funny if I was like, "What happened here?" Well, what had happened? Because <laughs> I became I became a backpacker. <laughs> yes. Well, that is that is just awesome. I mean, and I'm really happy that the uh, uh, gear manufacturers stood behind their product and got you uh, another bag uh, as quick as they could. I think that's very very cool. So kudos to those guys that did that for you. 
it, yeah, it's amazing because some other people have had gear issues and they can't get a hold of the companies or they just send them the one part and this and that. My guy was like, nope, what color do you want it in? And it will, you tell me where to ship it. So he shipped it to Boiling Spring for me. And then I just shipped him back in the broken bag. He paid for the shipping both directions. Um, I'm kind of this anomaly out here. I'm the only person without, you know, Z-Packs and ULAs or, you know, too much uh, CA gear and I have all this like cottage company gear that works exactly for me and I know you guys have talked about that time and time again buy the gear that works for you I love all my gear and about three of my items when I message the company it's the CEO I'm messaging and they're calling me emailing me and texting me back yeah, that's, that's, that's so important. I'm really happy that you said that. Um, and I'm really happy that the gear is working for you. That's, that's very cool. That's what it's all about. You know, it's, uh, you know, um, you get the gear that works for you. It doesn't make any difference what uh, brand name uh, they are as long as you're happy with it and you love your gear. Uh, it makes you a very happy hiker for sure. Yes. And one thing on topic and off topic, but one of my gear things that I've did myself um, instead of buying another piece of gear I'm multi-using um, for the folks that hang bear bags I'm using my so my inflatable sleeping pad you know it comes in a little um, bag to store it in so you hang your bear bag at night and you sleep on your mattress pad at night so I've been using my um, storage bag for my rock bag if oh. anybody wants to use that idea as well I came up with that idea i know um we had talked about maybe getting like a mesh bag and I, I was like done buying gear i didn't care that it was like 99 cents i was like i'm done buying gear <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i thought of that and i was like so that's worked one if it's worked well, lovely because i can put big rocks in it toss it up over so that's just my little kudos to anybody who wants to use that idea as well so uh you know since we're on the topic of gear I, it you mentioned being very, very, very confident in your gear, and it, it definitely sounds like you've made wise choices up front. You gave it good test runs, you know, but is there anything outside of the water system that you altered immediately? Is there anything you've altered while you've been on the trail in your setup, in your system? I'm trying to think. Honestly, no. Um, again, I'm like, the oddball out here. I've met uh, three other, me being the third, using alcohol for their stove system. Everybody's in canister land. Very um, interesting. But I'm using the alcohol and I'm 200 miles in have, and have yet to buy any. Um, because every time I mention that I, I'm an alcohol hiker, um, I've had <laughs> section hikers give me their remaining alcohol. Um, so no, honestly... Like I said, I only, re and the, the water system, I didn't really change. I just had a bigger bladder. Um, I'm using the Catadine still, and I just bought a two liter bladder versus the, um, the half liter it comes with. I'm just honestly trying to think. It's just the food, because I sent myself a resupply box in ha Harper's Ferry, and I sent it literally back home, because the section hikers I was with, they bestowed me a bunch of their food upon me. Um, but no, honestly, I have not purchased anything out on the trail. Other than, yes, I have had a gear change. Pants. I am on my third pair of pants, and I'm only three <laughs> weeks in. <laughs> what, what are you putting those pants through, Carrie? <laughs> so I started with the convertible pants, as I affectionately have called them, dad pocket pants. We all know them. We all love them or hate them. But right. like the convertible pants you zip off, they're just not made for a woman's body because 
I kept cinching the waist. Like I need to get a bigger pair to get around my derriere. And then I have a smaller waist and I, I couldn't keep the damn things up. <laughs> so I sent them home and had my husband send me a pair of running tights that I like real well. Well, those were working great. And then like the night before I resupplied, I went to put them on and the elastic broke. And I was like, I don't have any pants. We have to go to Walmart. Um, so we had a resupply. We like to call it the trifecta resupply. We stayed at a hotel in the same parking lot that had a Walmart and an Applebee's. Um, so in the Walmart, I go and buy myself a nice $12 pair of leggings and they have been working so far so good. But yeah, that was a big gear change for me. I'm like, why am I having such clothing issues? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it'll be interesting to see if you last uh with the walmart stretch pants for the entire duration. oh no he uh my, my husband flies out memorial day weekend and we actually just did a skype session for his resupply of what he's bringing me i'm like yep and get those shorts bring those along so <laughs> i'll have a new outfit in uh two weeks <laughs> so speaking of your husband um has there been you know besides uh the bench moment. Has there been a, 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 a time on the trail where you feel disconnected in a way that you can't, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, pull, pull yourself out of? Because loneliness is um, such a big factor out there. <laughs> not on this part of the trail. No, uh, you there are would, people galore. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have, we call, I call it the flipping bubble, the flip floppers, but some of the flip floppers call it the flubble. Um, the flip flopping is becoming very popular and I can't uh, talk about the greatness of it as much as I would want to. It it is, it's just perfect weather and we don't have the big, big bubble. Um, but I've been hiking with a couple gentlemen right along. And then just that one night where I decided to hike on by myself, I hiked by myself, maybe five miles and sat down to take a break and here comes another hiker that I had known so I hiked with him for another five miles he was stopping at the shelter that night in comes another hiker and he's like oh you're going into town I'll hike in with you um so it's really just what you want to do I hike by myself for the most part during the day and by myself I mean I'm the one in the front on a podcast listening to something and then there's you know there's people behind me we don't have terrible amount of conversation during the day but that's more me choosing to do that. I uh, got to save it all up for the campsite because when you roll in at four and you don't go to bed till eight, that's four hours. Like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> um, but no, I haven't had the loneliness. Um, I have real good people in my life. Literally, like I said, I'm taking this zero day and my best friend drove from New York city to come here and it was four hours away, but she's like, yeah, I'll come visit. I was like, Oh, okay. So that was amazing to have that. Um, I'm getting in that system. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting in that part of the area right now where I'm going to be flush with guests. So she visited me. My mom and my sister are going to maybe visit me next week because I'm only a couple hours from home right now. And then Memorial Day, I'll see the husband. Um, But if you want to be by yourself, you can choose to do that. Um, But like I said, I'm a shelter creature. I cook at the shelter. I I say a poop in the woods in a privy in the shelter. (laughs) You know, I'm in that social scene um, just to not have not only the loneliness, but, you know, safety in numbers to have just that community around you. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're awfully dang proud of you. Um, I, 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 you know, when you post a a picture on, um, 
on Facebook. You're just smiling. And I'm just, I, I just, I, I think about you a lot on the trail. I think about what Carrie is doing right now. Where is she? Where, how is she doing? And so. I'm either sleeping, eating, or pooping in the woods. I, <laughs> I got that. So, so, so. <laughs> a little bit of walking in between. Right, right, right. Yeah, walking between. is secondary to all of these things. Well, yeah, yeah. You're just doing so good. So proud of you. Um, just in, just an amazing, amazing, uh, just an amazing time you're having. And I, I think it's probably, you know, I, I, I do think a lot less about the, the pooping and the eating and the sleeping, but more about just your uh, own personal journey and adventure that it's all the little tiny things. It's all the little tiny things that you're experiencing in your life that um, are not only new, but uh, you're, you're, you're doing, you're setting out what you said you're going to do. And that is just, that's just so cool. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Well, I appreciate that. Okay. 200 miles in now, what advice would you have given yourself now with the experience starting the trail? Um, not to worry about it as much, you know, when I, I was just like a ball of anxiety when I left Tennessee. Um, that's just me as a natural human. I run on anxiety. Um, so <laughs> that was, I think for me right now, I'm liking just knowing where my destination is each night, um, and not preparing, planning and plotting too much. Um, I guess if anything I would have changed, I might have backed up my start point. Um, I started in Front Royal, which I certainly loved. Um, but day two of the hike, I hit a little section known as the roller coaster. Right. Uh, yeah. So that was 13 and a half miles of pointless ups and downs. Um, but, you know, it, no matter when you start it, you're going to have to go over it sometime. Um, maybe I would have changed that. But honestly... I don't know. You you can't rewrite history. So I don't want to say too much. There's not much I really would change. This is what I decided to do. And here I am doing it. Yeah, You're exactly where you're supposed to be in life right now. That's so cool. Very, very cool. Well, you are right. Uh, probably parallel with uh, one of our other members on the trail right now, Vagabond Jack. So if you happen to see him uh, in the trail book, uh, give him a big shout out. So will do. Will yeah. do. I haven't met anybody by that name yet. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in. Super appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch. And uh, if you need anything, just, you know, you can always uh, call us and uh, we're a little bit farther than four hours, but we will haul our butts up to see you for sure. Um, so just, uh, just keep in touch. Thank you so much, Carrie. Really appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you guys so much as well. And the community has been awesome. I mean, I love that Facebook page. I know I don't post too much on it. Um, I'll throw up my 200 picture. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just love all, you know, the shout outs and the support and everything. It's been great. And uh, I'm saving you all for my grand finale when I get down there to Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye, Carrie. Bye, guys. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We really, really super, super appreciate all the support everybody gives us. If you enjoy this podcast, please post a comment on iTunes. It really helps uh, spread the word about it. Of course, we 
all know, iTunes is completely changing, so we have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm sure everyone will still be able to find us on Apple uh, Podcast. So, but go ahead and post a comment anyway. We, of course, we always appreciate it. Shout out to our Facebook members always. We love you guys. Of course, Patreons, Rick, Jerry, Shirley. Shirley, thank you so much. We we love you, Shirley. Chuck, John, Jerry, Suzanne, Brad, Bill, and Nick. Really, we love you guys. Our podcasts are always available on Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and guess what? We are on iHeartRadio. Woo! Yep, iHeartRadio. Uh, and of course, Radio Public, which is available on both iOS and Android. You can always follow us on Instagram, on Trusted Trail. You guys remember, the trail does give you everything that you need. It is a catapult into your into life. Um, I really, truly believe that the life you live and the trail you hike on uh, is very, very similar. It parallels a lot of different things that we all go through in life. So remember, trust the trail. See you guys later. Bye.